Mark, if we talk over the uh, intro song, do, does that go on the podcast or no? If it's funny. So no. <laughs> it's the reason for the season. It's the reason for the game. Home run, baseball, double play on the way. It's the reason for the season. It's the reason for the game. Home run, triple play, strike out, disengage. Hello and welcome to the Reason for the Season podcast, the show where I talk about how much I love baseball and Jenny humors me. Hi, Jenny. How are you? Hey, Rudy. I'm doing great. Great. I don't think I humor you. I Yeah, I, sometimes I wish you would a little bit more. Oh. No. No. Um, <laughs> you love me because I'm a hard ass. Yep. That's why you're Just here. Somebody's got to hold my... Say that again. I said I'm just like one of the boys. That's why I said I need someone who's just like one of the boys. <laughs> I said someone I can have a Coors Light with. Come watch on, watch the big game. Watch the big game, and you know what? So far, we haven't had any beer, and we've never watched a game together. Nope. So you're not one of the boys. You're um, <laughs> you're a grown I'm woman, me. grown lady. Yeah, I'm a grown ass woman. Sipping her tea. Mm-hmm. You watched a baseball I, game yet this season? I haven't season? watched a single one. I have not watched. Okay. I'm going to keep asking. I, and... I want you to because I'm so excited for the day that you ask and I can say, yes, I have. I'm excited I, for that day too. I don't know when that day will be. I'm not avoiding it. Mm-hmm. I truly, I don't know when I'm going to have the time to like sit my ass down and watch a game. It feels like a luxury of time that I, as a as a mother of two young children, do not currently have. Right. I just have the one, so I got all the time in the world. And he likes baseball. He does, yes. So you can watch it with him, and it's like... Uh, now, I haven't tried to watch it with my kids, um, but like I don't think my almost two-year-old is like... I don't know if he's going to be jazzed by it. Yeah, there's also the... There's this thing where I can kind of watch it as background noise and have some awareness of what's going on in the game without being your child. <laughs> some awareness of like what he's up to. Like, you know, it's like what he's eating or whatever. I have some <laughs> awareness of. Now, is he ever background noise for the game? Um, Only in the very exciting moments or big games. Yeah. And he can be very noisy. So <laughs> actually rarely is he background noise. He's loud. He's loud. But. What I'm trying to say is at a certain point, you don't have to be so fixated on the game to be aware of it, but mm. I think you have to have watched enough baseball to get to that point. So you probably will need to be a little more deliberate right? about right. your watching the first, especially the first time. I mean, I've watched a baseball game before. I've watched the first a baseball time, game on television before. Yes, but for the purposes of our show and right. the season like, and now that yeah. it's part of your job. Speaking of which, <laughs> my aunt was telling me that we could get paid for this. You think so? Well, she thinks so. Does she want to pay? Does she want to pay us? <laughs> no, I don't think she does. <laughs> She's so deeply supportive. Hi, Becky. 
Hi, Becky. Tina. Thanks for listening, Tina. Becky, you're the best fans in the world. That's it. So this week, we were thinking, we were talking about talking about uniforms. I have yeah. this very half-assed idea in my head that baseball is like an iceberg. And this is the first time the iceberg has been used as a metaphor for anything. So bear with me. But I think the actual game on the field is the tip of the iceberg. Okay. And the rest of the iceberg is statistics, radio and TV announcers, uniforms, which is what we're going to talk about today. All this other stuff that go- that's behind the scenes, celebrations and quirky celebrity fans and all that adds to the game. If it was just nine guys on a team playing baseball... I it think wouldn't it would sink your Titanic. It wouldn't sink the Titanic. But the the entire undercurrent of community drama, pride, your hometown announcers, how yes. they look, all of that adds to this massive behemoth that is slowly drowning you. And I'm going down with the ship. Nice. So that was the smartest thing I've ever said. But we're going to continue the show anyway. So, Jenny, do you have opinions about baseball uniforms? Do you have an aesthetic you prefer? Do I'm you have a uniform be... you like that pops into your mind? Um. Okay. Here's what. Okay. I don't want to be like a lecherous old woman, <laughs> but I love baseball uniforms. I love those tight pants Mm -hmm. and a baseball player's body with that booty. I mean, key. When I was when I was young, when I was like fourteen, and thought that the way that you like, you know, figured out like the kind of people that you wanted to marry was like to write a list. On my list was like a redheaded baseball player for sure. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. The baseball body. Was there a redheaded baseball player, do you think? Or was it just a, like a Can redheaded guy? And a, yes, please. Can I tell you this? I don't know that I've ever told this to anyone ever in my life. This is wild. There was a guy. I was at the airport. It was a DFW airport when I was like 14 or 15. And there was across the way at the baggage claim, like a 16-year-old tall redheaded baseball player. And I was like... Oh, I didn't know that was an option. I'd never seen a handsomer, you know, young gent in my life. And I really like attached that. Yes, this guy right there. (laughs) (laughs) That young man grew up to be Justin Turner. Okay, thank you so much. I figured that was a real baseball player. Um, I love that beard. I did not end up marrying a redheaded baseball player. I did marry an excellent man. Um, But yeah, so... So for reason for that for the from the baggage claim on, I was like, baseball players, they can get it. So yes, I like yeah. the uniform. I like how it fits. I like how it looks. It feels sharp to me. Mm-hmm. Like a little flexible suit, you know? It's kind of fun. I love that the manager wears a baseball uniform when like Yeah. In basketball, the coaches wear suits, and that feels very formal, and it feels very other from the team. And then the manager is like, "Yeah, no, I got my tidy my tidy pants on too." You know, <laughs> like I love that. Well, did you know the um the reason for that? Why they? No. So 
originally they were player managers. The manager mm-hmm. of the team was a player on the team. My God. And then they stopped doing that, but they just didn't have, they kept wearing the, first, the uniform. The first manager who like was a player and then only was a manager was like, I'm not willing to give up my uniform. Yeah, I still want to feel like one of the boys. I want to still feel like a player. I know my time's done here, but I know I my time is done here. I know my time is done here. I'm swinging the bat, hitting the balls, but I gotta wear the uniform. They were all old mafia dons too. <laughs> That's another part of the history that I did not know that discuss. part. I did not. That was a lucky guess on my on my mm-hmm. end. Um, but in terms, the other part of your question, besides just like ogling booties, sure, um, which great time. Um, I. I like the Cubs uniforms. Mm-hmm. They feel very classic to me. The pinstripey Cubs uniform. Is it uniform. Pin, pinstripe? I believe the Cubs have a, maybe not, maybe they have a pinstripe and a non-pinstripe. They, every team has their main uniforms and then alternates. They have their road uniforms. Okay, I don't know then. And maybe I'm just thinking about like the hats. Yeah, good logo. Our, our, like the logo is different from the whole uniform look. I know the Yankees uniform and I'm not yes. like wowed by it, but I, I, like, I, cool, you know, cool pinstripes, cool. Again, that's know. the Yankees thing is they're very boring and they don't, <laughs> they don't do anything interesting, but they usually win a lot of baseball games. I can't wait sharp to talk uniform. to our Yankees fan because I want to hear, I want to hear from the villains point of view mm-hmm. about all of this stuff because yeah. i love how much everyone else hates the yankees it's it's really fun very easy to not like them so but i think i need to see more uniforms to to gauge let's bring some up uh mark you want to bring up some uniforms for us and let's do a little uh a little game just a quick yes or no we'll call it uh wear it or tear it right. would, you, would you wear this or would you like someone wearing it or would you tear it in half waste it <laughs> Just waste. another op- option is um sport it or abort it my god <laughs> no not in like a not in like a fetus way like an abort abort mission i'm not doing that. i knew you would take it that way <laughs> i love it i think it's really funny and shocking sport it or abort it if that was like every time like every time we talked about something that was our our catchphrase. About Any a other rock, ones? Rocket or clock it. Like punch it in the face. Ah, that one doesn't work as well. I think sported or abort it's the best one we have. I well, that was the biggest reaction for sure. Now I'm thinking about it. Okay, here we go. Ding a ling a ling. Oh. Ooh, one of my favorites. Oh, okay. We're looking at the Oakland A's uniform. And I am seeing a sharp sharp green that i am digging i would maybe even call it like a kelly green it is a kelly green you're exactly right now i'm seeing a yellow and that i'm not a fan of yes seeing a yellow with a line also it's showing las vegas athletics on that yellow one which is a an inevitability and a very sad case very sad state a thing we have to talk about another time yes but the athletics kelly green uniforms are top tier I'm gonna say I'm keeping that baby. You're gonna you're gonna you're not gonna you're gonna keep it. You're not gonna <laughs> sweep it. 
I feel like I have to clarify right now that I am a very staunch advocate for pro-choice. Uh, in case jokes that wasn't about clear. abortion are fine. I just got to let you know that I fully believe in a person's right to choose whether or not to carry a baby to term. Uh, me too. Now that we're, if we have to clarify, we have to clarify. Here, yeah. Very pro-choice. I'm very pro. I want to look at some powder blues. The Ooh. Phillies powder blues are baby blue alternates. And uh, the St. Louis Cardinals also have some excellent powder blues. But the Phillies, I think, are my favorite. I hate this. Really? Tell I me why. It. it looks like nurse's scrubs. With a with a with a maroon stripe on it. I'm so and that stupid pee. I do not like this. Okay. No, this this one I'm tearing it. I'm clocking it. I'm punching this one in the face. Okay. All wow, right. I really you like it? Tell me why you like this. It's hard to explain why I like an aesthetic thing. I kind of <laughs> like that they look like pajamas. A lot of different uniforms look like pajamas, especially because they're usually matching tops and bottoms. I like the color combo. I like the maroon. I really like the maroon. It's a color that doesn't come up like red and blue come up in a lot of baseball uniforms. Sure. But powder blue and maroon, not so much. Yeah. It so, just makes me feel like it feels like I'm looking at like a trading spaces where like someone was like, okay, they wanted like Americana, but we can't give them the traditional red and blue. We have to give them like a little bit funky. Yeah. You know about trading spaces? No. Okay. It was a show on TLC. The Learning neighbors, Channel. The Learning Channel where neighbors would redo each other's rooms with a designer. Often, often to tears. Often it would destroy friendships, um, ruin homes. It was a great time. That sounds like fun entertainment and a bad idea. Yeah. Well, that's the you DLC. Can't, you can't remodel. We're not going to pay to remodel your place, but you can remodel <laughs> someone else's and they can that's do yours. Right. Ooh. Okay. So Mark's bringing up the yeah. Padres uniform. This I'm very. <laughs> inter- Ooh. There's two what? different. So I guess this here. would be the City Connect, which yes. is weird. Okay. What does City Connect mean? So about three years ago, Nike started introducing these alternates. I think five teams at a time per season where they're rolling out these alternates called city connects that are a completely different design than their standard versions of their, their few jerseys. Uh, it, I believe it started with the Red Sox and a few other teams. And then now about half the teams have theirs out. And it's just a, it's a way to sell jerseys really. Right. But some of them are very good. A few of them are fine, and a lot of them are terrible. Well, I I feel like maybe I'm just like a patsy here, but I like the San Diego one as a fan. I feel like that would be fun to wear to not to be like I'm not trying to look like the people on the field. Right. You know? I'm not trying Which, to like pretend I'm. They, although they are also wearing it, they do. Yes. They wear it for certain games. Yeah, it looks like an 80s fever dream. Yeah, it's very fast times at Ridgemont High. Totally. That is definitely the aesthetic. Or like an 80s Taco Bell, you know? Yes, yeah, it's very Taco Bell. I love these. These are one of the more 
divisive ones mm. i think on the on the baseball internet there are some that are accepted as very good and some that are accepted as terrible and then this one is i'm i'm all for it i think they're awesome i love the lettering i love the color scheme it looks like it reminds me of frozen yogurt or some shit totally <laughs> and it makes me want a snow cone at a ball game <laughs> okay let's look at the brewers city connect now these, the brew crew. The brew that crew is stupid to me. <laughs> the brew crew. That is stupid for a professional athlete to be required to wear. They're not the brew crew. They're the brewers. Like these people worked so hard. <laughs> they worked so hard for so long and gave up so much. And like all the players work in a brewery. Did you know that? They don't. Mark, they don't. They all got to have side <laughs> hustles. So they, no, I, I'm they a, were I'm affectionately known as the Brew Crew for years. That has been their nickname. Kind right. of like the Cardinals or the fan base will call them the Redbirds or whatever. Okay, so the Brew Crew different. wasn't con conceived for this. Okay. I will say I don't care for the design at no. all. No, I'm not a fan. Okay, how about the logo on their hat? Mike, what does it say? MKE, that's their oh Milwaukee. Yeah, on the, the actual. But the actual logo oh, on their traditional uh, hat is amazing. I love that. It's an M. It's a glove. It's the B for the Brewers. It's a baseball. That is very smart. I am wow, amazed. You, it's survived. You got all the elements of that immediately, baby. I ain't no dummy. Hey, I, I, I ain't saying picture. you are. I just remember someone being like, oh, I love the Brewers logo. It's an M and a B. And I looked at it and I'm like, oh, yeah, it is. But I had never looked at it closely. That's really cool. Yes. That I really like. Top tier logo. Top tier logo. So what about the – I want to see what you think about the Padres regular uniforms too. I know it was there, but the, the City Connect really takes the the focus away. But the brown and gold – Hmm. I like it. It feels really classic to me. It feels like I could be watching, if I ever were to watch a baseball game, which no promises, it feels like I could watch them and be like, is this 2023 or am I watching a baseball classic from 1972? And this, this aesthetic fits both. Yes. And I, I appreciate that. How do you I feel about trivia? Trivia? Yeah. The concept of trivia, Mark? Yeah. I'm pro-trivia. So teams <laughs> wear jerseys with their team name when they're home. When they're away, they wear their jerseys with the city name. Well, that is interesting. So when they're away, they wear something that would say San Diego. When they're home, it's their name. Why? So every time I see... A uniform now i'm gonna know oh they were playing a home game or they are playing an away game based on what's on their jersey that's one way yep. of doing it yeah. my god well you know because if you're in san francisco and the giants are playing you're like i know where we are but what the hell are these guys called <laughs> then you're all of a sudden you're in new york they're playing the mets and you're like where did the hell did these guys come from <laughs> Giants uniform. New York Giants is the first thing that comes up. Oh, that's, that's sad that's, to me. That hurts. That, has that hurts hurt. me. 
Oh. Well, oh. now, see, much of this I've seen on you, Rudy. Yes, I've worn Giants jerseys around you. I like I like this color scheme as well. I like the orange and brown. Is it brown? It's, it brown it's black, although it's looking a oh. little brown here. But orange um, and black are the colors. They've got the cream uniforms. They have the City Connect uniforms, which I think are bad. Okay, let's see the City Connect ones. Please, Mr. Google. This is supposed to be there's a g there's a golden gate bridge logo somewhere and then the g is kind of lost in the fog it's very tangerine yeah i think they're terribly ugly Mm. and the only reason i like them at all is that they win a lot of games in them for some reason it's a it's a stat that is based on actually nothing but they win a vast majority of their games when they're wearing these interesting and so I tolerate them, but they're they're pretty bad, pretty ugly. I don't dislike them as much as some mm. of the other ones. Yeah, but they're not the worst. Sort of, it's a little inoffensive. It's just sort of like it like truly disappears. You're not really seeing it. All right, now we've got what's this oh. team? The baseball Mets. The baseball Mets. The, the metro the Metropolitans. Mm-hmm. And so there's a picture of black jerseys mm-hmm. from the. Early 2000s, I guess, and they recently brought them back because their owner is great. Mark, you're saying that the owner is great because he chose to, to bring, bring back, back something, yeah, from a past generation. Uh, he's a big fan, and it's cool to have an owner who's a fan of the team. Well, I love that. So, okay, all right. So now I'm now I'm seeing that there's also an emotional connection because if you grew up watching the team wearing a certain color that creates some sort of like neural pathway for you and they only do it on fridays though only on fridays (laughs) black friday oh that's funny i mean the mets is a classic i like the mets one i love the 80 like 86 met pinstripe jersey that's my favorite mets jersey did you say jersey Yes, shirt, it's it's shirt, like a jersey, jersey without buttons. I don't even know if that's the actual term. Maybe a jersey is a t-shirt that has the like someone's name and number on the back, and it's just a traditional t-shirt. I always call these jerseys because it's like a pullover. Yeah, I like but that. Nice little piping down the side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's cool as hell. Yeah, I think that's really dope. I'm surprised there are pinstripes. Yeah, some sometimes they like, they like a little like... Pin, pinstripe. I know, like the Yankees. And there's our friend City. Oh my God, hey bud, Bartolo. And there's yep, there he is, Bartolo Colon, in those you know slimming pinstripes, looking right. good. Not gonna body shame. No, of course not. And I wasn't. Uh, moving on. Um, <laughs> okay, so I want to go over because I think the City Connects are very interesting. I want to give you my favorite the oh mark's bringing up the washington city connects they're good i think they're very cute Uh, not to be diminishing but like they're sweet they have the cherry blossoms on them and i think that's nice but the diamondback (laughs) serpientes i think are by far the best city connect if not the best jersey in baseball Okay, I can't wait to see this. Yeah. These things are cool as hell. That is extremely cool. Desert. Look at 
I mean, especially Eduardo because we're in Escobar Arizona, like I feel like it's like it's the thing I also like about San Diego is I feel like you have to recognize like the culture of where your team is. Yes. And I love that it's in Spanish. I love mm-hmm. that this is it. Wow. That is extremely cool. It's desert gold. The yeah. S is a snake. It says serpientes. Yeah. I love anytime a team has a, a alternate in Spanish, the giants do gigantes, but the logo is the same. The Brewers do cerveceros, which I think is pretty cool just because it's fun. a cool sounding word. But right. Serpientes and the D-backs regular jerseys are pretty ugly. Ooh, can we see Sometimes those? in a fun way, but they're they're pretty bad. And they changed a oh, lot throughout the yeah. years. They're just sort of. They're weird. They have like yeah. snake scale sleeves sometimes they had the early 2000s i want to say like purple and red ones that were see some of the old ones are ugly in a really fun way and maybe that is just the nostalgia of it yeah like that's not a good looking jersey Mm -mm. but no it's not we're looking at the black jersey with the purple lettering says arizona the, the purple and green um like ring around the sleeves there's the patch with a snake with a baseball in its fangs yeah i'm really not i'm yeah that doesn't speak to me the way serpientes does that yeah is extremely cool they've been changing their los d-backs i also like that that's cool. los d-backs Although, honestly d-back is too close to d-bag yeah like you have to know. Yeah, I don't know why they don't just go. They shortened it to kind of officially to D-backs and not Diamondbacks. And I don't understand. Why you call them like Diamond, like the Diamonds, if, you, yeah. you know, if you're going to shorten it. People just call them the Snakes for fun. Yeah, fans would be like, oh, go Snakes. Oh, okay. Kind of like the Orioles or them birds, birds or, you know, whatever. Go Birds. The Snakes. Yeah, I know that Tampa Bay, they used to be the Devil Rays, and they are officially the Rays now because they took the devil out of it. Get that devil right. They exercise that devil. You're not going to have no devil in my baseball. Hell no. That's Hell God's no. sport. That's God's sport. This, this is, is God's sport right here. God's sport. <laughs> devil of the Devil Rays, I banish you back to hell. I rebuke you. In the name of the Father, the Son, and Harry Carey. So they brought in Harry Carey and a, <laughs> as a, and a, and a priest, and they got the devil out of the devil rays. And um, then they said, hey, let's get the diamond out of the diamondbacks there while we're go. at it. So now they're the demons. But these are some real ugly uniforms I'm seeing. The devil rays. the devil rays. Yes. Man, Florida. Florida kind of struggled with design throughout the years. What is a devil ray? Like a stingray or a manta ray. It's just one mm-hmm. of the... It's in the ray family. It's in the ray family. They did... I'm sure they don't do this anymore, but I am almost positive that their stadium at one point had a tank with devil rays or manta rays. It had rays on site. Interesting. Yeah. The Marlins used to have a fish tank behind home plate, didn't they? Did they? I don't know. I believe it. <laughs> I would be worried that if a ball hit it, it would break the glass. Yeah. Killing all their fish. Probably pretty thin glass, too. 
but they get the best seats in the house. Great seats, yeah. My God, for the Marlins though, are the Marlins any good? Uh, no. Okay. They won a World Series in two thousand one, hmm. and they've been kind of struggling ever since. Just like America, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mark. Just like America. yeah, we've only been struggling since two thousand and one. Two thousand one. So let's let's see what else. What thoughts do we have on uniforms now? Is there anything from what we've seen that makes a good one or a bad one? I feel like I feel like I am very pro of a uniform that speaks to the region, speaks to the culture, and like speaks to like what the, who lives around there and what they might be into. <laughs> Um, I, I also appreciate uniforms that aren't trying to be tough because baseball's not like the toughness is a, it's a mental toughness, right? Like you're standing at the plate and you got, it's fortitude. It is stamina. It is right. You've got someone who's going to pitch a 95 mile an hour ball at your head. And you have to stand still and try and hit it. Like that's that's strength. I'm not saying that it's not a, a game with strength in it, but the machismo of like tough you know. Yeah. I don't I don't And you don't, don't need your, with that. You don't need your uniform to say that for you. No, let 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 the legs do the talking. Let the arms do the talking. You know, that's kind of one thing I don't like about and people love this, but the Chicago White Sox City Connects. I think they look a little too tough guy. And I think they look cool, but they're I'll just have to the... wait and see because I do feel like Chicago I, I'm sorry to say I love it. And look how they're putting their hands in front of their penises. But that's what everyone <laughs> is told to do. And this that's guy's wearing black gloves, so it looks like they're down his pants. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I love White it. gloves, black gloves, no gloves. But I love it because this feel this feels to me like the White Sox jersey is very classic black and white. Mm-hmm. I've always loved that one. Um, this feels like a continuation of that theme, but like slightly modernized, but also given like, I don't know, like, like Chicago can be tough, like Chicago can be gritty. Sure. You know? Yeah, I guess if it's about the toughness of the area... I mean, I wouldn't say Chicago yeah. as a whole is a tough area. Yeah, right? but the south side? But the south side? Hey, come down to the south side, find out. Find I don't out. know shit about Chicago. <laughs> it's a beautiful place. But I look at that uniform and I think, south side, tough area. Tough. But these, these guys these guys are wearing black uniforms with white pinstripes. They're inverting the style. They've got to be tough. They're out of their damn minds. But look, this guy takes like a it. 98 mile an hour heater off the leg and walks at first base. You're like, yeah, should. Yeah, he's tough. But the guy with the cherry blossom flowers steps up to the home plate, gets hit with a ball. You're like, oh. And you're like, God. poor guy. And then he just like walks at first base. You're like, no, oh, I didn't. I thought he was kind of soft. Yeah. Turns out he's a tough guy. I thought he's a tough guy. Sleeveless baseball jerseys. Oh. <gasps> what is this? Weird. It didn't come up with the first one I thought of, which is the Colorado Rockies have a a sleeveless. What are they wearing? What are they wearing? Mark's throwing his curveballs here, just bringing up sleeveless baseball jerseys out of nowhere. 
So, so, but they wear shirts underneath? Yeah, and then they wear long sleeves underneath. That seems like too many layers, especially in the summertime. Yeah, I agree. They never wear them without the long sleeves underneath. I wonder if that's like a dress code thing. Might be. That's unfortunate. Or maybe they'll forget they're playing baseball and think they're playing basketball. They'll look down and they'll say, what are we doing? Yeah, the pitcher's yeah, going to... see bare arms. What am I doing here? Pitcher's going to shoot a three-pointer. <laughs> and we can't have that. We just what can't happened? have that. No, the only the only time you can have basketball and baseball mix is if Michael Jordan is the one doing it. So, Jenny, have any of these nothing nothing we- for that? I feel like that was a good thing to pull out, and you guys gave me no reaction whatsoever. I'm so sorry. I you know what? <laughs> I'm just tired. <laughs> I pull out Michael Jordan playing both basketball and baseball, which is a true thing that he did. For their White Sox. I okay. sincerely apologize. Thank you. That's all I needed. I don't. I don't apologize. I, Why not, Mark? Because that's not? my motto. Never apologize. That's a bad <laughs> motto, dude. Horrible well, if motto. you never do anything wrong, then. Oh, my God. All right. Well, look, I begged for my reaction. I got a mediocre one. That's the best I can do. It's not Let's your fault. Move on. It's Mark's it fault. Is. And I apologize on his behalf. (laughs) And you know what, Rudy? That makes you the tough guy. That's right. Has this kind of made you lean towards a team just based on any of the jerseys you've seen? Because we're going to be talking about a lot of teams. Are there any that you're out because you're never going to wear their jersey to a game? Are there some that you're a little more in on because of the jerseys? I mean... Um, The Serpientes, the, the Diamondbacks, that really spoke to me. That was extremely cool. Okay, well, we got to get a D-backs fan on to um, tell you a little <laughs> bit about the team. Do we know any? Do we know any? Oh, yeah, we should we should pitch right now. Uh, hey, listeners, uh, if you or someone you know and love is a big old fan of one of the teams that we have not yet talked about, we would love to talk to them. They do not have to be funny. They don't have to be comedians, and they definitely don't have to be young white men. They could be anybody else. We would love to talk to a wide range of people about why they love their team. Absolutely. The more crazy about their team, the better. Yeah. We want deep fandom. We want insanity. We We want want, lunacy. We want craziness. We want this conversation to be hard to have. (laughs) And you can actually, if you know any of these... People, are you have anything you want to offer us? Because we would love some feedback. You can email us. And Mark, I believe that's at reason for the season podcast at gmail.com. Reason the number four mm. the season pod at gmail.com. There Make it a is. Message on Instagram. What is the Instagram? Reason for the season pod at reason for the season pod. Or you can write us, you mail us a physical letter. Or write us, yeah. Send a letter to Jenny's address, address, which is we'll put that in the show notes (laughs) along with her phone number, social security. I can't believe I'm getting doxxed by my own pals. Doxxed you. Well, that'll wrap up our uniform conversation segment for now to be continued. Maybe I think so. Jenny, anything you want to say before we move on to our guest? I love you guys. Love you too. Mark, do you want to apologize to the people before we move on? No, can't. 
All right. We'll be right back after this nice little tune with our guest. Okay. Hey, we're here with our friend Lou Gonzalez, who's going to talk to us about this team. Jenny, there's this team called the New York. Uh, it says on my sheet here, the Yankees. Huh. The New York baseball Yankees. A, uh, must be a young upstart team. Um, maybe. Are they very popular? Era or... Yeah, Lou, fill us in a little bit. Um, they're just a cute little team who plays in the Bronx. Um, very unassuming. Um, probably one of the wealthiest franchises in all of sports. Um, Good for them. They have, I believe, the number is at 28 championships. Whoa, 28? Yeah. Wow. So I thought it was 27 because a regular at my bar once said, what do Chris Farley, Janis Joplin, and the Yankees have in common? Dead at 27. Wow. Which is dark and not a good joke, and it took a long time to figure out, but it was because they won 27 and they weren't going to win more. It's also not true. Farley died at 33. Oh, right. The Yankees have 27 championships. They do, yeah. Yeah. Um, Wow, that's a lot. That's the most, I bet. But I always count the future one. (laughs) The future one. Yeah. As the prophecy foretells. Well, once we win 28, I'm then going to say 29. Mm. You're just always looking, because you know it's going to happen. It's a given. Is that it? It's. I mean, the likelihood is high. That Tell they ever why. win one, yeah. That they win another championship, it's pretty high. So I know about the Yankees in, in this regard. I live in the city of New York and see those hats everywhere. And I know enough about baseball to know that this is a team that spends a bunch of money to get players. Uh, and that, and then learned recently that they're not allowed to have facial hair. And that is, uh, that's where my solid knowledge of the Yankees ends. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, a lot like, like SNL. You have to shave once you work there. Is that true of SNL? Yeah. My God. You can't really have, because they, they want to put prosthetics and stuff. Mm. But for the baseball players, they're not wearing prosthetics. So what's no, the story are they, there? Are they wearing prosthetics? Um, a huge thing for the New York Yankees is prosthetic work. Mm. <laughs> um, they like to do little changes. They're like, let's give them a mold today. You know, they mm-hmm. have a whole team. They have a lot of money. They show Their up a couple hours early. Yeah, they put on bald caps and then they get they cycle through wigs every inning. So why? So tell me what you tell me tell me the non-bit reason why the Yankees go for the no beards. It's not a fun reason. Hmm. Um it's very one thing that I will say about the Yankees is the Yankees is very America in that they have a lot of money. Um they take a lot from poor teams. And they have asinine conservative views. So that that makes sense to me uh, for like my limited knowledge of the Yankees. So that's why I am fascinated by your, like you lose 
Mets fandom of the Yankees because I feel like you as a human being like actively vocally fight against a lot of the concepts that you just talked about. Um, And I'm so curious about sort of the dichotomy. Like I know you grew up in the Bronx and like this is the hometown team. And like how do you balance those two uh, truths at the same time? There's, I mean, I don't know. How does any American do it? Um, I mean, the New York Yankees are in the are are in Major League Baseball, and every team is owned by billionaires. Right. So, you can pick the poorest billionaire, or you can pick <laughs> mm-hmm. the most reckless and richest one, which is what I've done. Nice. Okay. And so. You know, people like to play like, oh, this is oh, this grassroots baseball, but this is a billion billion dollar organizations. Right. All of them. Every single one. And if you're a billionaire, you've ruined lives to get there. Facts. Yes. Okay. You don't become a billionaire by being fun or <laughs> being helpful or being generous. That's correct. You get it by making profit. And the only way you make profit is by getting rid of the competition. And that's what the Yankees do, baby. They're capitalism. They're not. I'm. Not, I don't watch as many games as I used to, just because life, and also because Major League Baseball in general and all sports in general. It's not really the money thing that bothered me. Is the fact that there are no out gay players. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't. This is way too conservative. And I went to a New York Yankees um, playoff game. You spent a lot of money, and this Jew was just sh- a, a Yankee fan was shouting at the other team and like calling them faggots and stuff. You can bleep mm. this out, and was calling them faggots. And I was just like, "Well, oh, I say it all the time on the show. We don't." Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. This is an alt right baseball. Also, podcast. technically, I can say you. it because I'm gay. Um, mm, okay. Yeah, I'll yeah, stop. Yeah, that's the rule. Um, if anything, you may want to amplify it when I say it. <laughs> Instead Mark, turn it up it, when Lou says Turn it, it up when I say it. I just add, add with an echo. Crank that. Yeah. Do it one more time right now, and then I'll put a bunch of reverb on that. Great, great, great. Faggot! Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he, that person said that during a game, mm-hmm. and I, we were surrounded, and no one spoke up. Mm. And I didn't even speak up. And there was a gay couple next to me and like we were looking at each other and it just wasn't fun and that was the last time like I actively participated um in a season yeah so so you brought the wrong person to pitch (laughs) (laughs) watching (laughs) baseball to convince you to watch baseball baseball. because I would say like you could spend your time uh, doing other things, but going to baseball Lou. games is great. Trying to do something here, Lou. Okay, I, I understand. I'm just saying, babe. Babe, I gotta tell you, I uh, am with you. I have yet to watch a baseball game this season, um, but I do think I, I do think I will because Rudy's my friend and I want to try. Mm. Um, yeah. So, so yes, I get that. <laughs> I feel like yeah, there's no reason for you to continue to participate in a sport that doesn't value your humanity and doesn't protect you or like like the Dodgers had this whole thing recently right oh about God, mm-hmm. yeah. they were there for their LGBTQ mm-hmm. like the pride thing they were 
banning this group. Anyway, um, my point to that was to say uh, what I what I would be interested in is like younger Lou then before we, you reached this point of like, I'm done. Did the Yankees mean something to you growing up as like a kid in the Bronx? Like, sports in general is unbelievable. It's amazing. It's almost a religious experience. And so I don't, and so like, I'll still go to games because I love baseball. When Rudy was in town, we saw a Giants Yankees game. <laughs> Yankees won. Um, <laughs> in a big way. In a big way. In a way that a Yankees fan in my face when I was just walking to get food went, sucks to be you. And yeah. I had nothing. I It did in that moment kind of suck to be me. That's wow. also why I also love the Yankees is that you can be your biggest and most brashest self, the most absurd virgin version of you possible. It, it, it's very similar to like when people go to um, wrestling matches, you're just, you, you become, you're part of the herd. It's a really beautiful thing. Um, and also I've had many experiences watching baseball. I also worked at Yankee stadium. Mm. there's a like a magic and a lore to things that have gone for a very long time just in general and you know we're, we're talking like generations of families who follow these teams and support these teams and have family rituals it's a lot like church and 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 like church it has its flaws um and mm. so you gotta like pick and choose your path to it mm-hmm. a lot and so like i still love baseball and one of my favorite baseball experience happened after this playoff experience with the Yankees and it was actually um Liz's birthday it was one of the best games I have ever been to yes Um, I'm so glad you brought this up yes so this is the magic of baseball um so the Mets had a game at seven but there was a rain delay so we decided that we were going to pregame um, at the bar that's adjacent and connected to um, um, City Field. And so we're drinking, we're having fun because it's Liz's birthday. And also, I think like maybe in a week or two, you guys were moving to like LA for good. What was that? Uh, that probably was, yeah, shortly before yeah. we moved. Yeah. Yeah. And so like there was this like energy of like we're going in and so like people left like because we were drinking it was a long delay it was a long long rain delay the game started i want to say at 11. yeah i was gonna say 10 uh probably between way too late it didn't end till after one yeah for sure we arrive tanked (laughs) Mm -hmm. already tanked we're upper deck upper deck classic upper deck seating Outfield upper deck. And um, we're just grooving. We're vibing. And I had—I think I had just come back from a long stint in L.A. So, like, this was, like, it was, like, really good vibes. And I started, um, uh, how do I say this? And, and I feel like I took back, it was almost the reverse of what had happened to me. Yes, um, in that playoff game where I was like, no, 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 no. Baseball is for me too. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to participate this in a way 
that is for me, that is fun, that is stupid. And so I kept screaming at the Brewers outfielder, Ryan Braun, to fuck me. (laughs) Yeah, Ryan Braun is also like one of the most beloved Brewers players in recent history. He is like the guy from that team. And Lou was like, Ryan Braun can get it. Yeah, I want him to wreck my hole. Yeah, I kept saying Ryan Braun wreck my hole. I kept saying Ryan Braun wreck, and also Ryan Braun wreck me. I have um, the video. Oh, okay. Yeah, there Let's, is a video. Yeah, if we can. So that's probably like at midnight. Yeah, that's like ten people yelling at. Ryan Braun in a very empty stadium where he can very probably empty. hear "Wreck my friend." Ten people, and then everyone, you say "Ryan Braun, wreck my hole." Everyone was supporting and saying "Ryan Braun, wreck Lou," and it was so wonderful. And and it's one of those things where I was like, "Oh yeah, if you just go with the right people, the vibes are good." Right. But it was just you know, it, there is. Sports is one of the last bastions of toxic masculinity, but you don't have to let it be. Um, and I, I am going to go to more sporting events, but I want to go to more sporting events with like large groups of like diverse people. Cause I, and just people who I fuck with because there's, lo- there's a bunch of queer people who love sports um, and who get into sports, um, especially later in life to find community. Totally. Um, so like it, it is something that brings people together. And I will say like that night easily top 10 nights of my life. Like it was incredible. Um, and I would say like that, that would be a pitch to get into baseball because you don't have to be like in all the way, but when you go there, go all the way. And totally. I feel like that's also a good, um, life mantra life advice yeah Absolutely. Like, go all the way if you're gonna wreck my hole wreck it wreck all of it like all of it <laughs> so can, so that i mean you have you have been preaching to the root choir this it's very beautiful and very compelling um i would love to go to a game with you and just be lascivious at baseball players i think that would be fantastic yeah because they're hot and they are do our last episode i don't know if it's going to be in this episode but one of the episodes i just spent a long time talking about how nice those uniforms are yeah they're Oof. they're um one of my like there's this pitcher for the cubs who has just like the fattest ass and that's also <laughs> why like i like like these baseball players they just have fat asses like, god bless them and i and they have other attributes that are great sure too, personalities but, maybe yeah well, i'm talking about body parts okay and yeah. so like there's other <laughs> things that they're hot with but like yeah they're just the booty all day mm-hmm. i'll say like hottest athletes are probably rugby soccer they're like a thousand percent i agree with you and yes. then baseball yeah mm-hmm. and then baseball yeah rudy i think so this all tracks for me i think that rugby soccer doesn't have a big diversity in body types i think i don't watch a lot of it but like the soccer player is a hot dude i think (laughs) the fun thing about baseball is you have little short guys with Mm. just like jacked calves 
who look good in a tight pair of pants. And then you got like some big boys with big dumpers. <laughs> yeah, and then you get like you get kind of like a doughy king, you know? Yeah, you'll get but people you don't get in like, soccer. Like look like they just walked a... off the street as well. Right. That's the other cool thing. Like baseball is very much an every man sort of sport. One yeah. of my favorite players is a utility player named Louis Soho. And if if um if you can find an image of Louis Soho, Mark, so that we can see like a full body too, because Louis Soho just like looks like he could be my uncle. And he won multiple championships with the New York Yankees and and played 162 games um, wild. Um, and his body was doing the same thing that those Badunka Dunk boys were doing. <laughs> yeah. There's a guy who's my least favorite baseball player, Max Muncy. I mostly dislike him because he destroys the Giants every time he plays them. But he looks like he's in the same shape as me. And I know he's probably 40 times stronger than I am. But it doesn't change the fact that you look at the two of us and you might be like, Couple Rudy's of got a little off. bit, like Rudy has the edge. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, yes. Oh, I love a this guy. A gentleman. Oh, this wow. is somebody. This just looks like somebody's uncle. Yeah, yeah. Like he looks like the kind of guy who, like, would see you at the party, like the big family reunion, and like you've had too much to drink and you're sad in the corner, and he'd come over and he'd just like, he'd cheer you up, he'd tell you some jokes, and then he'd like make you get out on the dance floor. Yeah. Like that's this guy. Just a kind. That's a kind. Mm -hmm. That doesn't look like a a stone cold baseball killer. If but you say he's yeah. a stone cold. He's well. He's a he's a successful baseball player. There we go. Um, yeah, Louis Soho. If he went to that game, would scream at Ryan Braun to wreck my home. Like Louis Soho's a ride or die. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's also if you could look. He up would go and he would find. He'd like after the game, he would find Ryan Braun and be like, yeah. "My friend wants to be wrecked." He's like, "Can you can you come <laughs> meet my friend to see if you wreck him? You come here. You come with me. You go and then you wreck my friend home. Just meet him." <laughs> And decide if you want to. You don't have to wreck his hole. Just meet him. <laughs> and I guarantee when you see him, you're going to want to wreck his hole. <laughs> and that's Louis Soho, baby. I love that. I do feel I do feel a little bit of an obligation to try and pull more Yankees from you. Of like, okay. just a little bit more spe like specifically about your relationship to the team okay um so and like why like because other people that we've talked to it's been like their families were were this is just like generational fandom it's for their hometown like the yankees had the most successful run of any modern team while i was growing up right it's not that hard yeah i was in the bronx they played in the bronx um and they were winning championships you know easy um, it's not that hard. It's like, yeah, I'm a Yankee fan. And then I started following them more closely. And I started really getting into baseball and the nuances of baseball and all the little rules and all the tension. There's really great storytelling in baseball. There's really great um, uh, drama and emotion. And also it's a really great sport to watch casually with people that you care about. Like we can fuck around and be like Ryan Braun wrecked my hole, but also still pay attention to the game at the same time. Right. Like I, it's kind of hard to do that with like basketball. 
because right. action's happening all the time. Um, and the thing that people give baseball criticism for is actually kind of what I like about it. I like being a casual watcher of things and still being able to keep up with stuff, especially in this modern day. Whip out your phone, look at some stuff, look back up. Okay. Mm-hmm. But now with the new rules, it, it, the game moves a little bit quicker, which I actually kind of like. Yeah. Lou, the other thing, the other thing I remember from that game was, so we had obviously first and foremost, the Ryan Braun wreck my hole. Obviously. I was going to say moment, but it was innings long. But also seeing um, Lorenzo Cain make like an incredible, one of the best catches I've ever seen live. Oh, yeah. It's like, you know, you don't need a whole, you don't need every moment from a game to last. But like my two, I have two big time lasting memories from that game. And they're having a great time sexually harassing a professional <laughs> baseball player and seeing one of the great outfielders of my time as a baseball fan just rob a home run like 30 feet below me. Yeah, and I will also say this. I got, I got, I was always a big fan, but I, there was a game that happened on my birthday where anyone, if this happened on your birthday and you're not a fan of this team, you're kind of crazy. So my parents get me tickets um, to um, kind of nice tickets. Like they were, uh, they were field seats, but like in the back. And again, and it's the rain delay, man. A rain delay happens. Everyone leaves. And the Yankees were up by like two runs and it was the eighth inning. And so people are like, why am I sticking around for this? So they left. I stuck around because I don't really go to baseball games like that. So I was like, I'm going to stay through all of this. And these are really nice seats. And it's also my birthday. The, it was the Minnesota Twins. Minnesota Twins tie the game. In the ninth inning, we go into extras. It's horrible. Another rain delay happens. Um, I'm now sitting on the first baseline because every mostly everyone's gone, but I'm staying. The Minnesota Twins score three runs in the top of the 13th. Um, and so now the Yankees have to um, get four runs. And this was Jason Giambi's first season. And he was struggling most of the season early on and everyone. And if one thing that you need to know, if you're a New York Yankees fan, is that you can turn on a player as quickly and whenever you want mm-hmm. and talk to them truly with the disrespect of someone who's like killed your family. Like that's <laughs> the sort of like, you'll be like, yay. And then the next year, like, you're garbage and you're trash. And you need to get out of town. I hope you fucking die. You're trash. And that's kind of like, I kind of fuck with that. Like, that's very New York, where it's like, if you show up, we love you. But if you don't, we're going to kick your teeth in. Um, and so people were ripping Jason Giambi. And I do the same things, too. I was like, ah, Giambi, you're worthless. So, like, we would say things like that. And he, they would hear these things. They would hear these things. Um Anyways, he's having a rough season, but in that game, he gets a walk-off grand slam to win. (sighs) And that was a joy and a jubilation I have never experienced. I lifted up an old white man and I hugged him. (laughs) And and that's not something that I do a lot. Like an old, like a, like, like wrinkly, like, like Gandalf. (laughs) Old, you know? 
And I lifted him up and and we were screaming. And what was great is that after, like after that game, like we're running through the whole stadium just high fiving. Like there's nothing better. There's nothing better. And it was my birthday. And my also my mom and sister who came left. Like they were like, but they were but because they're family and I love them, they waited in the car for me. Oh. And so like I get in and I tell them what happens. I was like, wow, that was a good game. Like they didn't care. But they knew that I enjoyed it. But like, you can get moments like that. Right. Like, it's truly the highest of highs if you just attach it to this team. But also, you'll get really low lows. So like, that's the catch twenty two of it all. But the bet is pick the Yankees because they win so much. Might as well. Might as well. Lou, you one time told me that being a Yankees fan was the closest thing you have to being a Republican. Oh, fully. And that's always stuck with me. And I think that is kind of a good selling point. It's like, if you're going to be a fan of a baseball team, you might as well just attach yourself to the villains because it's not, like you said, they're all billionaires. These are just the ones that are more uh, openly flaunting their money and bragging about their, their 27 rings. Exactly. There's no other time in my life where I'm going to say, yes, more money, fuck poor people. There's no other time. (laughs) There's no other time because there's no other time where it doesn't have as much consequences because the poor people are other billionaires. And in a twisted way, a baseball team does bring joy or entertainment to people with, of all different economic statuses. You know, there's a lot of poor fans of the Yankees. You want them to do well to make the people happy. Like, I mean, you're 100 percent mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Most that sounds, I'm not like, saying that sounds like I'm a billionaire. That's like that sounds like a billionaire being like, "No, I'm doing good." <laughs> well, well, they are. They're doing great. They're winning baseball games for the poor's. <laughs> I'm saying this is how we trick ourselves into. I mean, okay, they're, they're winning stuff. games they, for you because they're your team. Yes, the same way, you know kind of when we look at celebrities, you know? You don't know these people. You just like how they play pretend. You don't know who they are. You don't know what they do, you know? I mean, I love Regina King, and I think Regina King's amazing. Like, if I meet Regina King in person, she kicks me in the stomach, I'm going to be hurt. But I'm going to be like, that's pretty amazing. Regina King kicked me in the stomach. (laughs) Yeah, I can't wait to see what she does next. Yeah, she's multi-talented. (laughs) <laughs> can't be stopped. She can do everything. She can do everything. She has presence. And, and, and she's, she's got a good got, kick. And she's got a and good roundhouse fast kick. reflexes. She has a good roundhouse <laughs> kick. But you know, like it, it's it's a very weird thing to navigate the and, and I think we 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 all are, are sort of dealing with this because there's things that are just a little bit be out of our reach, you know. So what I try to do is like I try to control the energy and the vibes around me. I like to control the immediacy and uh, uh, hope that that pushes my way through and has a positive effect and I leave things better than when I found it. So like, you know, like if I wasn't there at that game, um, I don't think anyone would be saying to Ryan Braun to wreck someone's hole. You probably, he probably left that game more confident. Yeah. Yeah. You did that for Ryan Braun. And if Ryan Braun finds this, um, (laughs) I want you to know 
that I respect you as a baseball player. Okay? But what that thing do, son? (laughs) Respectfully. I think you bring a really important aspect to a fan base that is is lacking because like you said you said you think nobody's yelling at ryan braun to wreck their hole at that game no one's ever yelled at ryan braun specifically to wreck his hole ever and without you at that game that doesn't happen and sports are worse for that exactly i don't i'm not running away from baseball i needed to take a break from it Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like it was a really hurtful thing that that happened because I, I it was my favorite team in, in a very wonderful moment. And someone who shared that fandom was able to be ignorant and got away with it. And it was just one moment. And I was like, no, no, I'm going to take it back. I'm going to I'm going to celebrate this stuff. I'm going to go to games. I'm going to do things like I'm trying to set up. One of the things that I do love because the Yankees are all about money and it's disgusting, but it's also cool, is that they have this these accessible box seats. So that's why they got a new baseball stadium. They destroyed their legendary and historical stadium so they can get more box seats. But anyways, I support that. I support that villainry. And I like to every once in a while splurge. And when you go in, they're like $180. Like they'll have them on sale for like 180 bucks per person. Full buffet. Oh, baby. Full buffet. You go in. Huge TV screens. You have a full view of the stadium. And also you get to hear um, the live radio call while mm. you're watching the game. It's like you're a, like you're a little prince. Ooh. Or a little princess. A little princess. Huh? A little princess, as Louis Soho would say. <laughs> and it's really great. You're just shoving food in your mouth and what's also cool is that they'll have like sports center up and things like so you can see what it's happening with other sports because like surprise i don't know if you know this i went to college to be a sports reporter i love sports um yeah i love sports i love the drama of it and i love how hot the men are and it's like one of the things that i don't like about sports is that we can't um really um, verbally uh, assault these men <laughs> because it's the only it's one of the only places where I think that we should be able to because it's like but it's the actually the opposite it's like women feel unsafe women are um, fully exposed I feel like there I was like there's people you got all these hot men have them wear tighter clothes please thank you so much I think there might be a and it's not fast enough but I think there is an arc towards baseball players embracing their bodies and their sexiness. Cause there are some players who are wearing some tight pants these days. And I had heard that a couple of people this spring training there, the, you know, there's like the phrase they're in the best shape of their lives. Like so-and-so showed up to spring training camp in the best shape of their life. Multiple baseball players describe their teammates as looking sexy as hell. Yeah, wow. when they showed up. So I think I think guys are starting to like gas Embrace. each other up and be like, "You're yeah. looking sexy," and, and I think that'll just breed more sexiness. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with celebrating sexiness. Where's some nipple rigs? That's what I'm talking. <laughs> that seems unsafe. <laughs> it seems so unsafe. Don't, don't slide head first. You don't want to do that. There's nothing wrong with a little danger. 
Okay, I'm sold. Wear some nipple okay. rings. That's it. You listening? Ryan Braun, come out of retirement. Wear a nipple ring. <laughs> come on, retirement. Our friend Lou. Grease that tight body up and put on some nipple rings. And listen to Luis Soho and wreck this guy's hole. Also, oh, Ryan wait. Braun um, did get caught for using PEDs. Let's not forget oh, okay. that. Okay. Let's never forget that. That's why he was so thick. He's using that huge growth hormone. That's right. Oh my God. That HGH. It works. So I think we're getting to the point as much okay, as I a... love this, this road we're going down. I think it's time for a little, Lou, we have a segment we call the St. Angelo sum up. St. Angelo sum up. Kind of gets okay. the, uh, the gist of what you've laid down for. So Jenny, what do you think? This is a tricky one. This is a tricky one, mm-hmm. but here's. So, the, so Lou, what this is, is me trying to uh, sort of encapsulate what it would mean to be a Yankees fan uh, based on your experience uh, for myself or anyone else listening who might be looking to jump on a team. And what what really sticks out to me was uh, uh, likening the Yankees to America. And it feels like there are winners and there are losers and sometimes you want to attach yourself to the winner and you are you are okay with some of the damage that that will cost <laughs> right because it feels good to be part of something powerful it feels good to be part of a community it feels good to be part of something both bigger than yourself but made up of yourself it feels good to have confidence and swagger and an assuredness that you will win. Uh, yeah, if that's what it, if that's like the Yankees vibe based on what you're saying is like unapologetic. We're not looking to make friends. We're not looking to glad hand with other people. We're looking to be the brutal brunt force of something in this world and for America that can be, you know, capitalism <laughs> and, you know, white nationalism. And for Yankees that can be uh, winning baseball games. And in between all of that are the people that actually make it happen who are not this top tier, right? Who are not the billionaires, who are not the white presidents, who are not that's uh, I'm trying to keep this tangent together, but it feels like much like this country, the people who make up the Yankees fandom, the people that make up our country are so much more diverse and so much more powerful than this pyramid at the top, but they all still belong to the same collective whole. And it's one that we want to get wrecked. <laughs> Does that feel like an okay sum up? Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> That at first felt like a Um, succession, like a speech that would be delivered, like looking out a window at the Manhattan (laughs) skyline. You're like, there are winners and there are losers. There are. And you want to attach yourself and you don't care about the damage done. And then at the end, it kind of evolved into a more thoughtful um, piece about America. (laughs) I mean, it's factual. I think everything that you said is factual. There were moments where I was like, oh, where's she going? Are we going to lose it? But no, we, she's going to bring it we back. Found our we way. found it back. We found our I, way. I, I definitely yeah. had to hold some different different uh, spinning plates on that one. That was the toughest. That was the tallest order you've had to fill on, on one of these. I think so. Sure. I think so. But I do. What I will say is I don't I, I'm, I wouldn't say that I feel a 
uh, a, a, a deeper, stronger knowledge specifically of like lanky, yank, lanky, Yankee lore. But I do feel more excited to watch baseball based on based on how you're describing your experience with it and your experience of going and this idea of like a large group in the community of that, that really deeply appeals to me. So, you know, I can't say that I'm going to be wearing a Yankees baseball hat anytime soon, but could be at a game much quicker based on this conversation. Lou, can you tell her about the the grounds crew and what they do? Oh, yes. So um, the grounds crew every um, eighth inning, um, they, they enter to um, YMCA by the village mm-hmm. people. And then uh, they actually do YMCA. So like they they play it and they're like cleaning and then they're doing like a little dance while they're cleaning. And then they're doing the basically the the verse. And then once the chorus hits, they drop all their tools and then they do the YMCA. It's very okay, fun. I'm going to be a Yankees fan. That yeah, was the it's that was fun. the last thing I needed. I was in. At yeah. that game we went to, I didn't realize they did that or I'd forgotten. And it was it was overwhelmingly charming for a, a yeah. team that I find lacks a lot of charm in comparison. Literally, the inning before that, they play the oldest version of God Bless America. <laughs> it's like played on a fucking xylophone or whatever. And, and they're like, here's... A, Kate McClintock in 1917 singing God Bless America. And she's like, God Bless America. And it's so while they uncomfortable. Trot, like it's like 47 cops just stand on the field. Yeah. I would, I would, it's like, that's a, you would hear that song while like some hillbillies skinning you alive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's the vibe. So like the Yankees, Yankees, it's 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 a dichotomy, you know. Aren't we all? It's a dichotomy. Well, progress is possible because within all that, there's still the ground screw dancing to the YMCA. And True. one day, instead of what that fan said, we will have forty thousand people yelling at Giancarlo Stanton to wreck their collective hole. Or you know what? They'll say it, but they'll I'll, it'll be me saying it. <laughs> We're like, yes, faggot. <laughs> Get that home run, faggot. And that's the reason for the season. That's the reason for the season. Lou, thank you so much for coming on to talk Yankees in a very uh, thoughtful way that I don't think you're going to get from most Yankees fans. So we appreciate your your input. We appreciate your output. We yeah. appreciate your output. Boy, your input and your output. Thank you. And we love you. You hear that? You hear that, Ryan Braun? You hear that, Ryan Braun? <laughs> thanks for listening, Ryan. And thanks for listening, all of you. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks so much to Lou Gonzalez for being our guest this week. Just go follow him on social media. You know how to do that. Thanks so much to Cooper Kenward for our ripping theme song and Angela Golden Henry for our beautiful graphic design. Thanks so much to our wonderful producer, Mark Dowling, for making this thing go. Thanks to my co-host, Jenny Angelo. 
I'm Rudy Barons. Oh, quick note, if you want to follow us on Instagram, at Reason for the Season Pod, we'll update you on our future guests, and we will post some content related to things discussed in this episode. Sound good? Good. Okay, that does it for this week, and we are out of here!